Now entering Nerdist.com. Hello and welcome to episode 117 of the Competitive Erotic Fan Fiction Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Cook, and you've found the Internet's number one most trusted source for Muppet boners and horny loners. Hey, apologize for the last few weeks of no podcasts. I had some things come up, just didn't have time to get these out, but we should be back on track. Uh, upcoming live shows include April 19th at the Virgil here in Los Angeles, May 6th at the Rendezvous in Seattle, May 8th at the Bridgetown Comedy Festival in Portland, May 17th at the Virgil in Los Angeles, and May 24th at Reverb in Omaha as part of Cromfest. But today's episode was recorded September 22nd, 2013 in Washington, D.C., featuring Chelsea Short, Tyler Richardson, Jamel Johnson, and Ryan Shutt, reading pieces they wrote based upon audience suggestions. First, you'll hear them draw topics, then we'll fast forward into the future to hear the finished pieces. Enjoy. And uh, please welcome your round two comics who will be writing based upon your suggestions. Ladies and gentlemen, Chelsea Short, Tyler Richardson, Jamal, J- Jamel Johnson, and Ryan Schatz. Come on up, folks. Big round of applause. Chelsea Short, ladies and gentlemen. Chelsea Short, welcome to the world. So, here's how this part works. If she likes her first suggestion, she can take it and run with it. If she doesn't like it... I will choose a second one, and then you guys will vote on which one she gets stuck writing. Make sense? (laughs) Chelsea, your first option is The Wizard of Oz. Okay. How do you feel about that? I like it, but I want to see what another one might be. All right, let's see what we got. Your second option is Jerry Seinfeld. (laughs) So, ladies and gentlemen, based on your applause, who would like to hear Wizard of Oz? What's Jerry Seinfeld? Yeah. Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Justin Charlie. Yeah. Johnson. Snooky. Snooky is your first option. How do you feel about? Show me the Helen Keller. Surprisingly, that's been done before. Who wants to hear Snooki? Helen Keller? Ryan Shutt! Ryan Shutt! Step up to the mic! Ryan Shutt, ladies and gentlemen, clap your hands for Mr. Congress. Yeah, DC, alright, I get it. This is where the government is, I understand. Uh, Archie, Betty, and Veronica. So Archie Comics. Archie oh, Comics. Uh, Jesus. You don't have a choice. Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, who wants to hear Congress for some reason? Who wants to hear Archie? Yeah. Yeah. It is Tyler Richardson, your final round to comic. Let him hear his applause, ladies and gentlemen. Just sit there quietly. Uh, your first option, Tyler, is the Goonies. Uh, the New Girl. Zoe Deschanel's horribly overrated sitcom, The New Girl. So, who wants to hear The Goonies? Who would like to hear The New Girl? Just the guy that wrote it. The Goonies it is, which people already were not on board for. Tyler Richardson, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, all right, well, we- Chelsea Shore, folks, 
give a round of applause. Your first round to your competitor, the very brave. Justin Short. How's everybody doing? You're doing well, great. As you guys know, I got um, the Wizard of Oz. Let's see what happens. The Emerald City was little more than a few hours away now that the band of heroes had left the Yellow Brick Road in favor of the shortcut. Scarecrow, Tin Man, and the Cowardly Lion all agreed it was such a pleasant change to see a full-bodied woman over four feet who wasn't green. And Dorothy was a fine specimen indeed. She was head and shoulders above the hottest munchkin any day. The way her dress rose and fell as they skipped down the way made the Cowardly Lion want to follow, 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 follow that ass anywhere. <laughs> A triple team might have been Scarecrow's brightest idea yet, and they knew they had to act quickly before Dorothy became the one that got away. <laughs> Scarecrow and Tin Man left it up to the lion to propose late, a late night sesh with Dorothy. She always had a soft spot for his adorable bashfulness. Lion, lion Bean himself couldn't work up the nerve to ask Dorothy uh, anything before they arrived at the city. The heroes arrived at the Emerald City and were escorted through meals and pampering. Damn, everybody looked good with a shower. <laughs> the Tin Man looks good enough to blow, thought Scarecrow. <laughs> but the nurses and butlers took Scarecrow, Tin Man, and the Lion away to their shared quarters before they got to see Dorothy that night. Lion, you're such a little bitch. <laughs> Why couldn't you just ask if she was down for some dicking, Tin Man berated Lion? <laughs> I tried, I tried. <laughs> Alright, let's just go to sleep. In the night, Lion is awoken by a creak and the weight shifting on his bed. And before he could yell out in panic, a warm, slick, buttery goodness asserts its presence over his mouth. <laughs> Eat it. Lion sticks his tongue through the fur and through the fur again to taste what only could be grade A Kansas snatch. <laughs> Dorothy's pussy was so sweet the big cat couldn't control his purr and the others awoke with a start. And if Lion's purr hadn't awoken them, the beautiful song Dorothy sang as she climaxed over the rainbow surely would have. <laughs> With all the tension in the air, Scarecrow took his chance. Tin Man, ever since I saw you all oiled up and stiff in the woods, I've wanted to suck that iron rod until you cried from the joy. Please, more room for cock is just one of the big perks of not having a brain. <laughs> Scarecrow dropped to his knees to take Tin Man in his mouth, and that's when brrr, Toto awoke, foggy from the poppies. And that's it. Thanks, guys. That was short. All right before the dog fucking was about to happen. Who's ready? Who else is ready? Ryan Shutt, ladies and gentlemen, clap your hands for Mr. Ryan Shutt. Clap him more and for a longer period of time. There it is. What's happening, everybody? Uh, I had Archie. Who fucking reads Archie? <laughs> Con 
Congress or Archie? Fuck this audience. All right, so... <laughs> the sun set on the quiet town of Riverdale. It was Friday night, and the air was thick with the heavy musk of teenage lust. Archie and the gang were fresh off the end of the school year at Riverdale High, and the beginning of summer was turgid with the vague promise of youthful trysts. Despite the excitement in the air, Archie felt ill at ease, for a heavy burden afflicted both his heart and his loins. On the one hand, he had Betty Cooper vying for his attention, the ponytailed blonde bombshell with an ass like Betty Boop. <laughs> On the other, he had Veronica Lodge, billionaire heiress and notorious sex fiend, sweating his jock like a Finnish sauna. <laughs> he even received advances from Cheryl Blossom, a buxom redhead and paragon of post-war American thickness. <laughs> Archie was not without options among the women folk, but he longed for a different brand of flesh altogether. He had been best friends with Jebhead for years. But recently, after a particularly strenuous gym class, Archie found himself unable to glance away from Jughead's sculpted abs in the locker room. He was confused by these feelings that stirred within him, but the desire was rapidly becoming unbearable. There's a little bit of a jump here because I was running out of time. Archie met Jughead at his parents' house. No one's home right now, Jughead announced playfully. He looked even more fuckable than usual in that crown hat of his. Immediately, Archie felt a surge of blood into his member, restricted by a pair of polyester pleats. He shut the door behind him as he entered the dwelling, turning his back to Jughead as he did so. He couldn't hold it back any longer. Jughead eye, he started, before he found his best friend pinning him against the door. Shut up and fuck me, Jughead whispered, and hotly into Archie's ear. Clearly, all this was lurking pretty close to the surface. <laughs> Nerves and teenage inexperience caused them to struggle with undressing each other. As Jughead moved to remove his crown hat, Archie gripped him forcefully. No, leave it on, he commanded. <laughs> He threw Jughead to the ground and gripped his member, a rock-hard staff that looked like it was sculpted from Spam. <laughs> Spit on it, Archie implored. Jughead complied, simultaneously terrified and excited by this eruption of passion. Gripping Jughead's trembling hips, Archie thrust his well-greased rod into his best friend's tight warmth. <laughs> Archie pumped his friend rhythmically with piston-like persistence. His exploration of Jughead's asshole displayed both a playful curiosity and an odd sexual confidence in equal measure. <laughs> what Jughead lacked in experience getting butt-fucked, he more than compensated for with pelvic gusto. <laughs> Archie withdrew from his friend's anus and lay back and threw his legs behind his head, putting his brown, unseeing eye on display. <laughs> Time for your meal, Archie moaned. <laughs> Out of breath and gleaming with sweat, Jughead dove into his best friend's ass crack with relish. It was depraved. Hold on a second. It was depraved, exciting, and very European. <laughs> That's all I got. Thank you guys very much. <laughs> yes, bro.
Velvet Gusto, why not? Jamel Johnson, ladies and gentlemen. We will deduct points for Tyler for being a First and foremost, who the fuck wrote Helen Keller? I wanna know, you speak up right now before I say anything. Who did it? Which one of you fuckers did it? I'm not kidding. Who did it? Hey, Playboy, what's your problem, man? I'm not doing the Helen Keller voice. Okay, I wrote her some lines. I'm not doing the voice. Helen stormed in the house. Oh, oh, there we go, sorry. Helen stormed in the house, furious after her meeting with President Taft. <laughs> she tripped on the sidewalk. On the way to the house. She, grabs, she grabbed Heather's arm and placed her hand on her bosom and yells, they need to pave those roads. <laughs> Heather grabbed Helen's palm and replied, I know, I know, Helen. But the look on her face was more understanding than hands could ever be. <laughs> but Helen was more upset than usual. These things tend to happen in her life. Or am I because I wrote it on a whole Okay, She clutched Heather's hand again like a hawk like a hawk's talons. And he yanked it towards her chest and yelled, I'm tired of living like this! I worked so hard, and I'll never be normal. I'll never see. I'll never hear. I'll never speak. I'll never love. <laughs> Helen began to cry. Helen was speechless. She looked at Helen with, with lament. Helen knew she could never understand Helen's pain, but she could understand feeling alone. Being Helen's only companion is rewarding, but also very trying. And it left Heather very little time to find herself. And she also never knew the touch of a man. <laughs> Helen stopped crying. Oh, she was right. <laughs> Helen stopped crying with Heather's hand still on her chest. Helen slightly loosened her grip and says, I bet you're beautiful, Heather. There was silence. She grabs Heather's hand tighter and, and says, Heather, what, what's sex like? Helen leaned in and kissed Helen on the cheek. Helen grabbed Heather's hand with a shocked look on her face and says, well, what was that? 
Heather signs back. You ask what sex is like. Let me show you. <laughs> Heather, Heather kissed Helen on the lips softly. Helen kind of just sat there. Helen grabs Heather's arm and puts it to her chest and says, I don't know what you're doing. Heather put her hand on her, on her, on her bathing suit area. <laughs> and, and slowly placed her own hand back on Helen's firm, mute breast. Helen still looked frightened. Heather leaned in to kiss Helen again. Helen pulled away. Heather pushes Helen on the bed in frustration and pulled off Helen's bloomers with NASCAR-like precision. And then, and then Helen's like, damn, you bad as shit. And then they yell out, then they flipped each other's cooters for a while. It was kind of... Well, Johnson, you follow the better, Mr. Tyler Richardson, ladies and gentlemen. Give it up to Tyler. Hello. Um, I'll be doing the goodies. And for this, I would like you to picture the voice of Sloth as mine. This fat motherfucker just handed me a brown piece of candy. Hold up. I can feel myself being pulled into a dimension of sex where rules don't exist, where pigs fly, and all the hot girls swallow, and Barack Obama doesn't have that giant mole on the entirety of his face. This candy bar makes me so hard I'm sleepy. The peanuts... Soft like a fat girl's thighs. They taste like a fat girl's breast sweat. And dance on my tongue like the pubic hair she can't effectively shave with the help of a friend. <laughs> Speaking of fat bitches, <laughs> these peanuts must have me dripping with salt because I've gotten to licking my lips like crazy. Not since Fat Carol have I been so eager to get something off my face and into my throat. <laughs> the caramel on this motherfucker was strictly dangerous. <laughs> it was like a busty woman's... Mm. <laughs> a busty woman's butt crack as she's bending over tying her shoe. You can see so much ass. You can tell if it's been wiped recently. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the caramel with the peanuts that just jacked me off earlier were an Amish farmer's worst nightmare. They attacked my senses like a couple of Dutch twins who just won a lifetime of KY jelly. <laughs> they were naughty, and with every bite, I got hungrier. And that's what makes my dick grow thick-wise like the Hulk. Throbbing. 
chocolate flavored nougat is what made my ears ring. Peanuts, ding. Caramel, ding. Nougat, splash. <laughs> I was completely soaked. <laughs> Down the left pocket, leg, and shoe of my entire being. Who cares? I was in a cocoon of orgasm. Waves of sex stink splashing on the shores of me. Who the fuck was going to clean this mess up? Who cares? Because <laughs> I laughed, emptying the last bit of semen left in my shaft and soul. <laughs> this sexy kid had handed me Satan's dick and I enjoyed that shit. <laughs> the fuck do you call this? Bait. Bait. Baby Ruth? <laughs> So, once again, I'll remind you what everybody read, and then you will vote on a winner for round two. We started, of course, with Chelsea Short with Wizard of Oz, then we went to Hold On Hold then to Ryan Shutt with Archie, Jamel, Jamal Johnson, Jamel Johnson, I'm sorry, Jamel Johnson with Helen Keller, and finally Tyler Richardson with Goonies. So, pick your favorite, starting with Chelsea Short, Wizard of Oz. Ryan Shutt, Archie. Jamel Johnson, Helen Keller. Tyler Richardson, Goonies. All right, I feel like we've got a tie at this point between Jamel and Ryan, so let's do those guys again. So Helen Keller and Archie, Jamel with Helen Keller. Ryan Shutt with Archie. Pick a favorite. Starting with Ryan Shutt. <laughs> Jamel Johnson, Helen Keller. Still a tie. Congratulations to our two winners. That does it for round two. To hear round one from this show, go back and download episode 116. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and rate us on iTunes. It's a big help as are positive comments. And for more details on upcoming shows, you can follow me on Twitter at Brian Cooking or follow the show at CE Fanfic. See you next time. Now leaving Nerdist.com. 